0: You're listening to the 47th edition of the Bittachon podcast, and if you're watching this, you may notice that the background is not a natural background, which I haven't done in a long time, just uh, filmed this inside of my office, but yesterday I did go out to film the 47th podcast of Bittachon in nature, beautiful location, beautiful flowers, excuse me, all around, and... uh I had my camera, I had my my wireless microphone, I had the the stand. However, I forgot the SD card. The card was not inside of my camera, so I couldn't film. And so when something like this happens, and happens to us all the time, some inconvenience, something we forgot, we spaced out on whatever it is, we didn't get exactly what we wanted from a Kodesh things didn't go as smoothly as we would have liked. So we're bound to ask the question, why did this happen? And I want to share with you something that happened in our very group, in the Vitachin group, which in hindsight, you know, sometimes it's very easy to see very quickly, but sometimes you don't notice that the mistakes or the annoying things that happen are actually something which Hashem designed for a good reason. Just as a quick example, uh, last night I was at a simcha or two nights ago I was at a simcha and I went and I drove somewhere uh, a wedding and in order to get into the it was a little bit of a bottleneck to get into the parking lot and I could have parked on the outside of the parking lot a little bit far away from the hall but I said I'm gonna have talking I'm gonna go in I'm gonna find a spot right next to the hall so I drove in and um I'm there with my daughters I had a little bit of pressure to have proper bitachen which I did I felt like I did and um, Didn't find a spot there. Drove back out, ended up parking in the very spot, the first spot that I saw, which was outside. I was a little disappointed, but Abitachem didn't work. Anyway, spent some time there, about an hour. The chasana, beautiful, beautiful wedding of, of a cousin of mine. And when I came out of the hall, so there was a tremendous bottleneck to get out of the parking lot. All the cars were lined up to go out, and there was only really one, the same road to get in was the same road to get out. It was only really enough room for one car. So all the cars were stuck, nothing was moving, no one was directing traffic. And when I went out to my car, which was right at the very entrance of that area, I was able to pull out quickly and get out. So even though my bitachem, I thought what was going to be good for me was that I would have a spot close inside, but in the end it turned out that it worked out for the best. Now here's another story like that. The um, As I mentioned, we have our group, our Bitochen group is besides for these shiurim, we have a women's group that meets on Wednesdays, we have a men's group that meets on Sundays, working on Bitochen together, reading from Rabbi Peres Sefer, Faith of a Fear, and sharing about Bitachen, working on Bitachen, thinking about Bitochen. One of the members of the women's group, as I heard from my sister, one of the members of the women's group, Baruch Hashem, recently, her son got engaged. And during the process of her son going out, so she had actually emailed me and asked me some questions about it, asking if I could offer some ideas. I said, listen to Rabbi Brog on Torah anytime. He has some very strong views about Bittachem when it comes to Shaduchem, that there really is no Hishtadlis when it comes to Shaduchem. Everything is preordained. Very strong shita. So during that time, this particular person, so her son was in Eretz Yisrael learning, and she she was debating a particular girl had been read to him, but she was in America. This girl it had been read previously, and they had said no previously. It didn't seem like the right the right fit, but then a family member of hers recommended the same girl again. So she was debating what to do whether her son should come in from Artstral and and whether or not uh this was the right the right thing for him to do to to go out with this particular girl so she decided to go with her husband and meet with the girl when when she came out of the meeting she was she uh was not yet sure if if it was the right idea for her son to come and indeed go out with this girl so she says to her husband. I just, or, or she says, perhaps Hashem, I don't know the exact details of the story. She said, I would like to have some recognition from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that this is the right place to put our Bitochen. We should have Bitochen, that our son will come and that this is the right thing for him to go out with her. So they put on the Bitochen podcast, number 42. And in that Bitochen podcast, they heard me tell a story I told a story actually about them and this very son about the fact that he had been inside of the room in Givat Zev when the bleachers fell and Nebuch unfortunately some people passed away but he had held on to his mother's Bitachen. and they had had an argument whose Bitachen was it? was it the mother's Bitachen? the son's Bitachen. she hears this story and her husband says to her that sounds like a similar that we can have Bitachen. About our our son, and indeed she went out. I'm sorry, the 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 son went out with the with this girl, and they ended up, Baruch Hashem, getting engaged, and it's that's beautiful. Now, what she didn't know, and what I see in hindsight, was that that very day when I filmed that Pitachin podcast number forty two, you can go back and listen to it. So when I filmed it, so I was out in nature. Beautiful place, beautiful surroundings, and I started to say my Talking podcast, and I went through the entire B'ritachim podcast. It was about eighteen minutes long, twenty minutes long, and when I when I finished it, I went over to the camera to turn off the camera, and I realized that I had not started the camera. So, I said the shear again. I turned it on. I said the shear again. A little frustrating. It happens, you know. Now I remembered that I had done this. I, you know, when I heard when my sister tells me the story about how they went and they listened to the forty second podcast and how it it had that story, and I'm like thinking, you know, I don't think I told the story the first time around. So I have a recording because I use these special wireless microphones. So I have a, the 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 microphone itself was recording the whole time, even though the film wasn't filming. So I went back to the tape and I heard. I, I went back through the spots. And I did not say the story the first time. The first time that I fil- that I wasn't filming, the first time around, I did not say the story. It came into my mind to say it the second time around when I was filming, when the camera was rolling. So it was unpleasant, but Baruch Hashem, because it didn't film the first time, I said the story the second time, and that was the sign that they needed. Hashem lined up everything just right or the outcome that He desired, that He wanted. So, sometimes in life, things happen, and we don't know why they happen, of course, it's not always as open, it's not always as blatant, as the, these two stories that I just told you. But it's important to know, we have Bittachon, our Bittachon works. Our Bittachon works, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu is there. Sometimes don't, things don't go our way, but like I say in my song, we still keep dancing, even when things, whatever comes, we keep on dancing, we keep on being happy, we keep on being optimistic and positive. When we're optimistic and positive, it changes what happens in our lives. Now I'd like to continue with the base HaLevi. He talks about, what happens, why does a person put in efforts, that are prohibited, that are forbidden, that are against the Torah. Right? We speak about when we say, Yuvon, What we've been speaking about until now, we can understand the idea of what's going on. We said last time we spoke about the fact that our efforts do not produce the results. A Baruch Hu wants its nigzar on us. It was decreed upon us that we're going to receive a certain thing, a certain amount of money, a certain parnasa. Hashem also puts it in our heads to do a particular action. Now, we can try to grab the money in a different way, which is against the Torah, but it's a chaval, it's such a waste, I'm trying to squeeze it out by, by stealing, right? We understand, says the Beis Halevi, the mistake of those who put in efforts that are not al that are forbidden by the Torah. By stealing, or by overcharging, other things which are prohibited, Rebis, taking interest. Like we saw, the idea of that verse which says that sometimes there are eggs that a person develops the eggs and what comes out of them is snakes and it bites the person. Right? Here too, when a person puts in a eshtadlus in a forbidden way, so they end up destroying themselves. When a person doesn't have that faith, doesn't have that bitachin, the money's gonna come in a kosher way. So then, they end up getting destroyed, because when a person is involved in non-kosher ways, number one, they don't have the benefit of relying on a sham. They don't develop that bitachin, that connection, Baruch Hu. And number two, they are, they become mushkhasim, they destroy their own midas, they destroy their own character traits. If you ask the person, why is he doing it? He he knows that it's not good what he's doing. A person has a conscience. A person feels like it's too heavy for me, the burden of Parnasa, the burden of livelihood. So many people, thousands and thousands of Jews, their offspring in the millions, were lost because they said, I gotta work on Shabbos, I have to provide for my family. The truth is that this is a stolen response. What is the reason why he doesn't have Parnassus? It's because he chooses to make the money in a non-kosher way. Right? Like we saw in the Madrigas Adam, We saw that if a person trusts in Hashem, so he gets the money from Hashem in a more direct way, sometimes in a miraculous way. If a person doesn't trust in Hashem, he puts his his faith into his own kachis, into his own efforts, into his own heshtadlus. And in this case, he puts it into a forbidden heshtadlus. That's why he doesn't get it in a kosher way. It's because he chose to grab it in a non-kosher way. If he hadn't tried to grab it in this way, Hashem would give it to him in a kosher way. This is what the Pasik means. This is the intention of the verse. The verse says in Jeremiah, in Jeremiah chapter, chapter 2, verses 13 to 18 Two terrible things my nation did. They left me. I was the source of life. I was the ever, everlasting source of life? You want to get water, you go to a mayanamus gaber, you go to an ever strengthening font, a fountain. What did they do? They they dug pits, they put water into those pits, but the the pits had cracks in them. The water wasn't held properly by those pits. Asher They wouldn't contain the water. Vegamer, etc so when a person puts his efforts into something like a sh'tadlus at all but certainly an a that's a cracked sh'tadlus something which is evil something which is wrong something which is forbidden so then what happens the result is that you're leaving God and when you leave God so you don't get you don't get the Divine Providence why are you going in the path of Egypt? Egypt, they have their water, so to speak, but they're disconnected from Hashem. They have their disconnect from God. places us in Eretz Yisrael, a land which is dependent on rain. Why? Because He wants us to pray. Hashem gives us the, a parnosa of music. Why? Why? Because He wants us to pray. He wants us to depend on Him. He doesn't want us to depend on our own efforts. He doesn't want us to depend on our boss. Why are you going to Egypt? The pasuk is telling us, You have to drink dirty water there. The water of Egypt is dirty, it's disgusting. Don't go there and don't drink that kind of water. The verse there in verse 19 says, You will be pained. You will have difficulties because of your evil. Because of this that you're doing. Ba lishlo. The verse is coming to take away from us. Don't think this. Don't think that the fact that I don't have money, that's what's causing that I have to go and steal and that's what's causing me not to have stuff. It's your evil. It's the stealing. It's the opposite of what you think. It's the fact that you think that you need to grab the money. That's what causes these difficulties, these pains, it's not the lack of livelihood that causes a person to do something wrong, stealing, uh, overcharging, other things, the fact that they're doing wrong things is what causes that they will not attain their livelihood, without something disgusting. This choice, this way of thinking, thinking that I can't get what I need without doing something wrong. I can't get the money without stealing, without going, I can't get it without ishtadlos. You know, you take it a step, drop a step further. Or unending, you know, all these ishtadlos until the end. <laughs> says the Vaisal Levi, to the extent that I purify my actions, and I strengthen my bitachen, my faith, so too, it will minimize from him his efforts in attaining his needs by So, he won't have to do so much. The more a person has bitachen, the more a person has faith, the more a person doesn't mean that You know, depending on our level, doesn't mean that we're not going to do anything. Doesn't mean we don't have to, you know, put in any ishtadlus. But I have to do less ishtadlus. Less efforts are needed. The more bitachan I have, the more faith in God I have, the less efforts I need. And certainly I don't need to do anything in a way which is not kasher vi in a way that's not absolutely perfectly according in in accordance with the guidelines of the Torah. Vizel Beir Amidrash Rabbah. This is what the Medrash means when it says, based on the verse, Praise worthy is the one who places God as his trust. It's Yosef. it's Yosef. Don't turn towards the wrong means. Right? Yosef, he's a person of, he's a Baal Bittachin. He trusts in Hashem. He remains optimistic despite all of his incredible challenges, his difficulties, being in jail for 10 years. But he makes a mistake in turning to someone who's not the right person to turn to. He's only supposed to turn to Hashem. Since he said to the wine, the cup bearer of Paro, you please remember me. He said a double language. Remember me. Don't forget me. Two years were added on for him for Yosef on his lofty level asking a person to help him when he already saw that it's obvious that this is the guy and it was going to be him in the end but you know making too much of an effort was considered a sin for him it was like us if we would be stealing money because Yosef on his exalted level of faith in Hashem you should have recognized that His salvation does not need to come from a person who is a lowly person, a person like this cupbearer. It's not the one that should have been depended upon, but rather Yosef should have placed his faith and trust in Hashem completely. And so too, we need to learn from this idea that it's Hashem who does it, it's Hashem who gives it. We don't need to do anything illegal, we don't need to do anything that's not illegal but it's against the Torah the Torah doesn't want us to do it this way just because I could get away with it doesn't mean that it's the right thing to do but rather strengthen our bitachem hope to Hashem strengthen your heart more and more our sometimes doesn't work like we saw in those stories or it seems like it's not working or something negative happens to us and says hey I'm a Baal Bitochen. I'm working on my Bitochen maybe. I don't know if I'm a Baal Bitochen. I'm working on my Bitochen. Hashem should be helping me. Why is Hashem not answering my tefillah? Why is Hashem not giving me what I asked for? Why did it come out that the SD card wasn't in the camera? I I, I spent 15 minutes to get to this location, 15 minutes to get home. Why did this happen? No. Ka'aveh Hashem. Hope to Hashem. Chazav Yom Why is the Bozik have to say that? Terah is telling us sometimes we have a riffing. We We hope to Hashem. It didn't work seems like it didn't work. Chazak <laughs> Strengthen your heart even more. B'kaveh Hashem. And hope once again to Hashem. Remember, it's not my Hishtalus, It's not my efforts. It's not me. Hashem is doing it. And sometimes it doesn't necessarily work out, but it's always going to work out in the end, in the long run. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you again next time.